This is the Everyday Mind Podcast, the place where we come together to talk about living a life of notice, creating more connected relationships, and ditching the hustle as you establish the life and business you've always wanted. I'm Natalie Roberts, your host and guide, as we journey together exploring the everyday mind. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Everyday Mind. Today, we have the awesome opportunity to hang out with the one, the only, Tara Bosler. Tara Bosler is one of my favorite people. She is a copywriter, a lover of all things clarity over cleverness, and is the person that really encouraged me as I mentioned in the episode, to start this podcast. Because when I had the idea for the podcast, I was like, Tara, this is what I'm thinking. And she had been working with me on getting really clear about my voice within the online space and within just the space of presenting the work that I do within my coaching practice. And She said, well, it sounds like you feel like this is the most in alignment. Why aren't you doing this yet? And I had no reasons. And that's why I have a podcast. So if you are someone that ever feels just like you aren't sure how to show up authentically and really just live a judgment-free journey, I am going to encourage you to listen to my chat with the one, the only, Tara Bosler. Enjoy. Tara, I am so excited that you're joining us here today on The Everyday Mind. I am so excited to be here. I can't even tell you. Like, this is, it's amazing. I know that our audience is going to love what you have to say and will be really inspired by your real life wisdom and purposeful way of being in the world. Your way of showing up mindfully not only makes you an amazing copywriter, but you've played a huge part in this podcast coming to fruition because of your constant commitment to encouraging authenticity in brands and also for the people building those brands. So we are all really lucky to know you, but for those of us who don't know you yet, I would love it if you would share with us a little bit about who you are and your people and your everyday life. I think that's my favorite introduction ever. So thank you for that. (laughs) So I am Tara Bossler. I'm a copywriter. I help entrepreneurs and small businesses get whatever is in their heart in terms of their passion for their business out onto paper slash the interwebs so that they can grow their business. And otherwise, I'm a wife and a mama and an avid coffee drinker. As everyone should be. Yes, because I agree. Good coffee makes the world a better place. Exactly. Awesome. So, if we stopped right now and could see into your everyday mind, what would we see? Oh, goodness. 
at any given moment, it's a multitude of things. There's generally speaking a, a running list of to do's, which range from like folding laundry, which I am doing now to be kinder. <laughs> and so there, there are like menial tasks on my to do list. And then there are bigger things like grow your faith, right? So it's kind of a hodgepodge of thoughts. And, and at any given moment, I'm just trying to hone in on the one that will help me do what I need to do in that moment. Is that, is that a a crazy person answer? (laughs) Well, as we all know, I'm not currently assessing for crazy (laughs) because I have taken that hat off, but no, it's not. It's a real life, normal person answer. I loved what you said in terms of the mix of to-do being just like get laundry done as well as be kind. So when you are walking through your day-to-day life and you have a huge list of to-dos and life priorities and ways you want to show up in the world, how do you hone in on what to focus on? Well, I'm I'm blessed to be at a point in my life and my work that I really can look at some of those bigger bigger picture to-do items a lot more than I used to. So, when I was first starting my business, I was finishing up at a teaching job and I was a single mom and I was starting a business which like was pretty much in survival mode most of the time. And so those bigger picture items just were not like they were in the back of my mind, but they didn't get a whole lot of opportunity to be developed. And now I have the space in my life more that I can think through like, okay, what does it look like for me to grow my faith? Or what does it look like to be more compassionate, like show up more compassionate, which those two things are at the top of my like big picture goals list right now. So I've gotten to a space in my life where I I can do those things because I've created space for them. And it makes the other things easier because I can kind of think about, okay, I want to show up this way. I want to show up differently. So I'll talk to my life coach about that. She gives me resources. And then I can do like two things at the same time. I can fold laundry or make dinner and I can listen to a podcast about like leaning on my faith more. But I wouldn't have been able to get there without the space to kind of think through, okay, how am I going to integrate this into my into my day today? Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. A couple things that just stood out to me is one, where you're at now isn't where you started. And for so many people listening and so many of us, we can idealize that everyone gets the opportunity in each moment to ask the big questions. And that's not an accurate view of the world, right? There was a space in which the most important part of your day was taking care of your young child, providing for her, starting a business, leaving your other one. Like you said, you were in Mm -hmm. survival mode. And so when people start taking a journey on recognizing what's going on inside of their mind and being mindful, they can easily idealize people that are at the stage that you're at. But I love that you pointed out that you didn't start there and that Mm -hmm. that wasn't bad. 
it didn't mean that you were less than. It was what your brain had capacity for in the moment. Yeah. And so I loved that you highlighted that because I think that's so important to think about as we all are at different places on our relationship with what and how we think. Mm-hmm. So cool. Okay. So we're going to jump topics a little bit. So for those of you that haven't ever interacted with Tara before, one of the ways that she really shows up and teaches people about copy and then how she writes her copy is this idea of foundational copy. And this idea was very transformative in my own life. It was transformative not because I hadn't ever heard it before. I think if you own a business or you're um, marketing yourself in the creative world, you've heard of something related to foundational copy. You've heard you're supposed to have brand identity and brand voice, but that can feel really overwhelming. So I would love it, Tara, if you would share a little bit more about what foundational copy is to start with, and then we'll kind of jump from there. Yeah, so foundational copy is all of the kind of root system elements that you need to have figured out before you try to write anything else for your business. So it's things like your mission, your vision, your values, your manifesto statements, your identity statements, your elevator pitch, what I call the brand language word bank, which comes with like your your brand themes and then any terms or words or phrases that you typically use. So if your brand themes are things like empowerment, freedom, opportunity, right? Like those are all going to be kind of threaded through everything else that you write. So often though, people try to write stuff without doing that part. And then they sit there and either staring at a blank screen or they're like, writing paragraphs and paragraphs and paragraphs and then being like, I can't use any of this because <laughs> it's, it's just rambling. Because when you don't take the time to do those really foundational pieces, everything else is going to be harder. And it's not fun <laughs> to do the foundational copy part, but it does make everything else much easier. It really does. And I can speak to that from experience, but also, I one thing that I wanted to point out, and I wanted to ask you, Tara, if other people had had this experience, is that as a business owner, understanding my foundational copy was very, it was a mindfulness activity, and it was all about finding my authentic voice. And so something that I was, I was curious about is, have other people that you've worked with, or maybe even yourself, as they have gotten clearer on that? copy, which I think so often we disconnect from the idea of who we are as a business owner, have they had the experience like I did where going through that copy process not only got my copy clearer, but it allowed for me to change or maybe get in tune with who I was in the world? Yeah, for sure. Especially, I mean, I mostly work with women entrepreneurs and women especially will often have that experience because what ends up happening so often is there are these really, really important parts of yourself and and therefore your brand 
that we feel a little insecure about, or we're not sure how people are going to respond to it. And so we don't put that in. And when you start doing your foundational copy, it's like that part, like whatever that is, is what your voice is actually rooted in. It's what your brand is rooted in. It's who you really are. And there are so many women that are like, I'm not sure how, you know, people are going to respond to this. And every single time that one of my clients or one of my group members have just embraced that part, their brand has blown up because people are dying for authenticity. They're dying for real connection. And when they finally see it, they grab on. And that's been the case time and time again. It's it's really just a, a huge piece of that foundational copy exercise is being unapologetically who you are. Because anything else is like kind of a shadow of who you are, which is kind of a shadow of who everybody else is. That's not going to stand out. And it's not going to be authentic to you. And it's not going to it's not going to connect with anybody because it's flat, you know? Yeah. So the important is that finding that authentic voice not only makes business owners find more courage to be who they are, which I think, especially as a woman business owner, I know that there are a lot of internal voices that I have and other women have about how they should show up in the world. And like, Mm -hmm. there's just been a lot of messaging. I've known that for a long time. And it's funny, my daughter is two now. And as I've just walked through the very beginning of mothering a daughter in this world, I've become more mindfully aware of the messages that the world and individuals communicate to women about how they're supposed to talk, how Mm -hmm. they're supposed to be in the world. And so I think for any of you listening today, one thing that I would desperately hope that you know is that you have a unique and authentic voice and that is special and it is needed. And so people like Tara or coaches like myself, we are here to help you access that we're not going to give you something to say because you already have something important to say. It's just about unlocking that authentic way that you get to show up in the world. Yeah. And I love that, you know, I kind of help empower that. Mm -hmm. One of the, the really beautiful things that I feel like you do is you give that safe space to explore that because without that, I can't help people. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I can't, unless somebody has been given the safe space to explore that. If I say, you know how you're kind of like Wonder Woman, like you should talk that way in your copy because that's how you talk everywhere else. If she hasn't kind of experienced a safe space to do that, she's not going to do it. You know what I mean? I I love that that's a big part of, of what you bring in your business. Thank you. I love that uh, we all get to show up differently in the world and accomplish similar goals. It's awesome. Yeah. So I wanted to ask you one question, especially as we're talking about being brave and authentically showing up. And maybe you don't have an answer to this question, but I was just curious if you weren't scared right now of something, 
what would you do or is there something you would do different today or this week? Oh, that is a good question. I would probably invest some money somewhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so, this, so I, my business has been doing really well mm-hmm. and I have a kind of nest egg that I've never had before. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I should do something with this, but I don't know enough about investing mm-hmm. to do something that's not terrifying to me. Yeah, I think this week, that's what that's what I would do differently because I know that there's potential there. I just don't know. I'm scared of making the wrong decision mm-hmm. in that. Overall, I don't know. I've done like, I've done some really scary things. And so I'm, I'm like less and less scared in life, having a, a baby on my own and raising her for the first five years by myself. Like that's pretty scary, but mm-hmm. that, I did that. I started a business after losing my job. I moved out of state away from everyone I knew. I've done some things that I, in the moment were like, oh, I have no idea how I'm going to do this. And like, now I'm like, Anything so far that has come my way, I'm like, I have done harder things. This will be fine. (laughs) So I don't really get super scared about a lot of things. Some of the things that I've thought about in terms of like my daughter, part of why I've set my life up so that I'm kind of mobile is if she decides at some point that she wants to go to a certain school that's halfway across the country, or if she wants to start acting and move to New York or LA. I want to be able to kind of up and move where, where her dreams take her, but I know that it will be scary because mm-hmm. I've already, now I've put it out there. Right. And like, then the universe will be like, okay, what's your money where your mouth is. But one of the things that's really important to me as a parent is walking the walk in terms of you can, you can do whatever you want and make your dreams come true. It's important to me to follow through with that when she's for real, I want to do this thing can we go do it? I want to be able to say yes. So as a follow-up question, how do you mindfully teach your daughter to listen to herself and take action? Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of mindfulness exercises. So we do, like I walk her through meditations. Sometimes we do guided meditations from YouTube. Sometimes I do a guided meditation for her. We talk a lot about like noticing our feelings it's not always the easiest to do like in the moment, <laughs> but you know, after the, the intense emotional experience is over, we kind of debrief it. You know, I kind of say, what did that feel like? Or, or if somebody else, one of her friends at school is feeling a certain way, I ask her to notice those things. And like, what did that, what would you feel like if you were in that position? What could you have done to be kind or to help? And she's really started talking about the way other people have been kind recently. Mm -hmm. She is a lovely, smart girl. She's not always the first to run to somebody's aid. (laughs) So I'm kind of like trying to work through that with her. But she she noticed one of her friends the other day was quick to help her through something. and, And she noticed that and appreciated it. So we talked about that. And so just kind of talking through and giving language to those sorts of things has been really helpful because she's incredibly verbal. She's always been advanced verbally and she talks all the time. So I've met her. Yeah. Her is not exaggerating. 
true. As soon as she wakes up and until she is unconscious at the end of the day. <laughs> but knowing that about her, I, I want to give her the tool of language around those situations because I know that's what will stick with her. So we do kind of talk through a lot of those those scenarios, give language to those things, and you know, deep debrief as much as possible in terms of what did that feel like? How would how would you like that to be different? Yeah, you give her the opportunity to notice and respond and then have someone that can walk her through what she's feeling and thinking might mean. Because mm-hmm. I think as parents, that's one of the number one gifts we can give our kids is the ability to talk about the things that are going on in their life, just yeah. in the same way as you give business owners, the ability to talk about what's going on in their business. Exactly. (laughs) On that, I want to ask you first where people can hang out with you more. And then I have one kind of wrap up question for you. Sure. So my website is tbosslerwriting.com. And the place I hang out the most is definitely my Facebook group, which is called Get Your Copy in Shape, Girl. I have an Instagram. Best place to find me is my Facebook group for sure. Yes. So go to her Facebook group. We will put the link in the show notes um, as well as the link to her website. We will not link to her Twitter because it doesn't exist. So if you're <laughs> looking for it, we won't have it there. Not there. Okay. So Tara, what did you learn today? Who did you love? And what made you laugh? Oh, goodness. I actually, I think both through doing this podcast episode and talking uh, with my life coach earlier this morning, I learned what some of my kind of bigger picture goals are. And it has a lot to do with faith and showing up in the best way I can, which I don't know if I've, I've been doing as well as I'd like to. So I'm, I, I have a lot of newly pointed resources that I can go to for, for doing that. What was the second one? Who, who, who did, who I did love? you love today? Who did I love? Oh, Ashley. Absolutely. My daughter was super, super snuggly this morning. Very cold here right now. And this morning she was just, she called for me. She's six and a half and she still calls for me to get her out of bed. <laughs> I'm like, you're not in a crib, but whatever. And she wanted to snuggle and was just like super, super snuggly. And I'm, I'm really, we're kind of like on that borderline of little kid, big kid stuff. Mm-hmm. And so any like little kid stuff that, you know, she still exhibits, I, I hold on to <laughs> for as long as I can. So yeah. she was super, super snuggly. And actually her teacher made me laugh this morning because she actually asked if she could wear pajamas to school today. And I emailed her teacher who was like, can kids wear, wear pajamas to school? And her teacher was like, only if it's pajama day. And I said, so does that mean I have to get dressed too? And she said, well, one of the perks of being a grown-up is you can wear whatever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Just a nice, you know, I appreciate having the kind of communication I do with her school and her teachers. And they're just, they're super fun with everybody. So that is awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Tara. Like I said before, if you enjoyed hanging out with her, we're going to have the links in the show notes. Also, if you're looking to hang out more with an authentic group of people taking a journey to on purpose their life and business and show up kind of taking a journey, just looking at their everyday mind, 
I would love it if you join me and others in the On Purpose Life and Business Facebook group. The link is in the show note, and it's one of my favorite places to hang out. So chat soon, guys, and I will talk to you all later.